know, okay, today or tomorrow, I'm going to be doing a lot of heavy cookie eating or a pie or cake eating. Make sure you're getting in enough uh, fresh green juices, even taking some wheatgrass shots, or I, I like to do a wheatgrass uh, lemon ginger shot to balance out the fact that I know I'm going to be eating a lot of junk food. Uh, and then I'll also be doing a probiotic um, when I, if I know I'm going to be eating like bready stuff uh, to keep my uh, gut healthy and to help me to digest these foods as easily as possible. So those are some basic things that I like to do when I know I'm just, all right, I'm about to wild out. I have water, I'll have green juice, I'll have my wheatgrass shots and then probiotics. I'm Jackie Reed, Emmy Award-winning journalist, longtime TV and radio host, and vegan. I created this podcast to give you tips on how easy, delicious, inexpensive, healthy, and fun eating vegan can be. We'll also talk wellness and just how we can make the world a better place. This is the Vegan Sexy Cool Podcast. Hey everybody, and welcome to the Vegan Sexy Cool Podcast. This one is all about getting the right nutrients on a vegan diet, listening to your body, and the benefits of detoxing. My special guest, Afaya Ibomu, is really all about that life, and that's why I just had to bring her back on for this episode. Now, Afaya is a holistic nutritionist, an author, and a longtime vegan who walks the walk on how to be a healthy vegan. This episode is the core of what you need to get your healthiest vegan life. Let's get to it. So Afaya, welcome to the Vegan Sexy Cool Podcast. How are you? I'm awesome, Jackie. Thank you for having me. I should say welcome back. Right. <laughs> we so, talk often. I know. So this is the vegan, sexy, cool nutrition episode. Um, I talked about your credentials before I brought you into the show. So everybody okay. knows that. Um, but I just want to first off, start talking to you about the fact that the holidays are coming and yeah. how do you, someone who really, you know, I really um, am inspired by the way that you approach things in the kitchen. Because it's almost like, and correct me if I'm wrong, like nutrition, yeah. you lead with nutrition. You lead with thinking about, okay, even if you have a cheat day, right? You're still kind of like thinking about the next day or, or that evening. If you eat a meal that's like a little crazy, you'll kind of balance it out. So with the holidays coming, how can new vegans and even those of us who have been at it for a little while um, approach the holidays and keep nutrition in mind, particularly at a time when there's so many imitation meats, imitation this going on, cheeses and whatnot. How do we, how, how would you give us advice for getting through the holidays? Uh, any steps we can take before, during, or after? Well, um, in general, I would say make sure you're drinking enough water. Um, because you know, when, you know, the holiday foods, whether it's cookies, cakes, or, uh, mac and cheese or dressing, those foods are very, um, drying to your body, right? They can cause like constipation, um, mucus congestion and things like that. So making sure that you're drinking enough water, um, starting now and throughout this whole time to kind of keep you going regular, keep your body moving, keeping things moving around and moving out as they should be. Um, definitely do that. Um, if you're cooking, 
focus on the vegetable-based foods like yams, greens, you know, add as many vegetable-based meals as you can, maybe do a big pot of red beans and rice, uh, things like that. So focus on as much vegetables as possible. It's not that you can't have the fun foods. Like I just saw like a vegan ham. I'm like, I might have to try that this year. <laughs> um, I never saw that before. So I might have to just try it. Out there. there is. So it's just about the balance. Um, and then if you know, okay, uh, I have a party coming up on Friday, start drinking your, you know, fresh green juices, um, things like that. Uh, and you know, okay, today or tomorrow, I'm going to be doing a lot of heavy cookie eating or a pie or cake eating. Make sure you're getting in enough uh, fresh green juices, even taking some wheatgrass shots, or I, I like to do a wheatgrass uh, lemon ginger shot to balance out the fact that I know I'm going to be eating a lot of junk food. Uh, and then I'll also be doing a probiotic um, when I, if I know I'm going to be eating like bready stuff uh, to keep my uh, gut healthy and to help me to digest these foods as easily as possible. So those are some basic things that I like to do when I know I'm just, all right, I'm about to wild out. I have water, I'll have green juice, I'll have my wheatgrass shots and then probiotics. What's wheatgrass um, shot? What is a wheatgrass shot? How is that going to benefit you? So wheatgrass is like, people, I'm sure people know what it is. You know, it's like actual grass and then you juice it and it tastes super bad. Um, but it is like, um, it's kind of like a multivitamin in a shot, but because it's raw, it also has um, enzymes in it, right? So the enzymes kind of give you I, I like to think of enzymes as like a battery. You know how you have the plus and minus sign on a battery um, and it doesn't work right unless you have those two sides that are supposed to be together. So the uh, enzyme is kind of like that. It helps to keep the spark of all of your body processes working the best way that it can. Um, and then wheatgrass is like an energy shot. So it's gonna give you energy. And then it's gonna, it's like a quick way to get your blood moving and to get the toxins moving out of your body because it's giving your body a shock um, as well as it's uh, nourishing it with all of the nutrients that it has in it. And you mentioned green juice and I know you are a big fan of that. Talk about the benefits of that. You like it at least something green in every meal or just yes. once a day? Uh, well, you should be having a minimum of three servings of green vegetables per day. And um, you want them to be some raw, some cooked. The raw, as I said, has the, the enzymes that we need. And then the cooked, like the dark leafy greens, they're gonna have more calcium in them if you cook them. Um, so like the collard greens, the kale, um, those will have way more calcium in them if you cook them. So you wanna have a mix of raw and cooked. Um, but I'll do like my son, I just got him. I don't know, he's getting older. I don't know what's going on with him, but <laughs> bless you. Thank you. But my son, uh, I just started making a smoothie that he really likes um, in the morning, and it'll have uh, a piece of kale in it, banana, um, frozen pineapple, little hemp seeds, sea moss, um, hemp milk, and a little maple syrup. He loves that. Um, so that will be some of his greens for his breakfast. Then he'll have some greens for lunch. It'll be either salad or some peas or something. And then dinner will be like kale, collard greens, some of the heavy, uh, dark leafy greens. So that's a way to get it in at least three times a day. I love that smoothies, I don't have children, but I know for some parents out there, smoothies are a great way 
to get nutrients into your kids, at least in the morning, right? At yes. least get them off to a great start because they can really be delicious. Mm -hmm. Or even as a snack, you know, sometimes he'll, he'll have it as a snack. Um, sometimes he'll like one and I put a little cacao powder in it. So it's kind of like a chocolatey snack, but then I'll also throw, you know, the sea moss in it or some hemp seeds in it, you know, just to add to, uh, I can throw spirulina in that one because yeah. you can't tell that the spirulina is in there, yeah. you know, so you kind of sneak those kind of things in for your kids. And that's a snack to him because I'll also add maple syrup and it'll be sweet and chocolatey, right. but you have all the other good stuff in there. Oh, that's such a great idea. A great, it just sounds delicious too, even though it has all those other things in there. I'm so used to eating all those things you mentioned, but it sounds delicious when blended with the cacao powder and the banana and all that kind of stuff. That sounds delicious. A little yeah. bit of maple syrup. Yes, good. <laughs> so, you know, let's talk about just some other of the ingredients that you talked about that people should lean into seeds, hemp seeds um, particularly um, is one. What are some of the benefits that come with different types of seeds that we can put in, you know, flaxseed and different things like that? Black seed is another one that I hear a lot about. Uh, what, what would be your top seeds that you would suggest people lean into a little bit more and add to? Because with these things, they're easy to throw into different recipes mm -hmm. without even knowing, right? Mm -hmm. So some of my top seeds would be definitely pumpkin seeds would be on the top of the list because they're so high in protein. I think it's like a quarter of a cup of pro, uh, pumpkin seeds has the same amount of protein as a small steak. Um, and then, yes, exactly. Um, and then pumpkin seeds also are high in zinc. Um, and that's great for our immune systems or men's testosterone levels. Um, so pumpkin seeds would be my first, then hemp seeds. Um, and they're all high in omega fatty acids and we need that for our brains, our nerves, um, energy, things like that. Um, pumpkin, hemp, uh, chia seeds are high in calcium. Um, and then they're also a great egg replacer. They are super great egg replacers. So that's a, a easy way to use chia seeds or some people might make like a chia seed pudding or add it to your smoothies, muffins, things like that. Uh, and then like you said, black seeds. So black seeds are actually black cumin seeds. So cumin, the spice that we use for like uh, for different Indian food or, or all types of things. So it's the black version of that. Is what black is what black seed oil is made from. So black seed oil is great because what it does is it clears mucus out of your body, um, and that is something that you can take pretty much on a daily basis. It's not the best tasting, so I like to mix it with a little bit of um, maple syrup, or if you eat honey, you can do that. Um, and then you also don't want to take it on an empty stomach because it can make you feel a little queasy if you take it on an empty stomach. So make sure you're eating it with taking it with food. Yeah, good, good stuff. Okay, so folks can wrap their heads around this. What are we missing when we cut out meat uh, and dairy, all animal products uh, from our diets? What are we missing that we need to replace in other ways? So as far as nutrients are concerned? Nutrients, yeah. Well, um, I say nothing, but go on. <laughs> Well, you know, this is the thing. There are uh, nutrients that you just have to make sure that you are focusing on and making sure that you get if you take those things out of your diet. So things like calcium, 
you know, calcium is in milk, calcium is in um, certain seafood and things like that. But it's also, like I said, in dark leafy green vegetables, in chia seeds. Um, it's in so many different foods. And I actually um, talk about all of that in my book, The Vegan Soul Food Guide to the Galaxy. I have a section in the beginning that goes through the main nutrients. Um, that you just need to focus on. I wouldn't say that it's missing, just making sure that you are getting those things. Um, the moringa has calcium. Um, there is something called sea lentils or water lentils. This is something new that has come out um, that has calcium in it as well. Uh, certain beans, uh, all kinds of stuff. Tahini, you know, there's numerous ways to get calcium. Um, what else? B12, you know, that's the big one. Like, oh my gosh, you can't get B12 from a vegan diet. But there are foods that have uh, B12 in it. So you really only need uh, 2.4 micrograms, you know, of B12 a day, which is super small amount. Yeah. But you definitely want to make sure that you're getting it in. Um, so you can get that from like uh, non-dairy milks. Certain ones have it, certain ones don't. So, you know, make sure that you're looking at the label, the water lentils that I was speaking about earlier, they have B12 in it, uh, nutritional yeast. There are certain cereals, like I think Akashi cereal has B12. Um, and then I found one study. I've only found one study. I've been doing a lot of research trying to find more studies, but I did find one study that says that nori, um, has uh, active B12 and then certain mushrooms. So dried trumpet mushrooms and dry golden chanterelle mushrooms also have B12. So, but you know, it takes a lot of those to get the amount that you need, um, but you can get the amount that you need from the fortified uh, non-dairy milk, nutritional yeast, kashi, uh, things like that. So, What about vitamin D? Is that something that I've been, I, I never even really heard a lot about it otherwise, you know, other than knowing that you can get it from the sun. Mm -hmm. I really didn't hear a lot of, about it as far as your diet until I became vegan. People started saying to me in different conversations, make sure you're getting your vitamin D. Um, where do we get vitamin D? Well, vitamin D, uh, food wise, um, well, first the sun, like you said, if you yeah. sit outside and get some sun every day, um, make sure between the hours of, I think it's 10 and three, and that's when the sun is at its highest. Uh, you wanna make sure your uh, arms are out, your face is out, your feet or legs are out if it can be. And so what uh, the sun's UV rays actually does is it activates um, a cholesterol type substance in your body. Your body makes vitamin D through the process of the sun hitting your body, but you want to do it with no sunscreen right? A lot of times we're like, you can't go outside with sunscreen. But you know, people of color, we actually have natural sunscreen up to between SPF 8 and SPF 15, right? So we have natural sunscreen um, on our skin. So that means we need more sun with no sunscreen. So we can literally be outside for about 45 minutes up to four hours, depending on the color of your skin. So the darker you are, the more sun you can take and the more sun that you need with no sunscreen to get the amount of vitamin D that you need. So you can get all the vitamin D that you need just from the sun. But some people live up north, you know, they don't even have the option to be outside, especially during the winter months. And you can, your body will hold it, right? It will hold vitamin D for about two or three months. But um, like I said, in the winter, if you're not 
getting outside at all or not getting enough sun, then you can become deficient. So you can get vitamin D from uh, mushrooms um, as far as food is concerned and not too much else. <laughs> um, or you can get it from fortified uh, milks, fortified cheese, things like that for vegans. If you are non-vegan, you would get it from seafood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's I, not I, a, yeah. I take a little bit of a supplement. What about iodine? I read a, I read recently that there's a new study out saying that a lot of ve vegans um, are missing iodine. Um, See, uh, it is uh, it's, it's good for your, your blood. Um, and then it's also good for your teeth. So your body needs, you know, a mix of nutrients that work together in different ways and in different processes. So it's very good for um, your teeth to reduce cavities and then you need it for building your blood you can get, and for your thyroid. Um, you can get iodine from um, sea vegetables, seaweed. Mm. So that's where the sea moss comes in. That's where spirulina, chlorella, um, nori, dulse, kelp, um, there's so many different types of seaweeds out there. You just have to keep it in your diet and eat it at least about four times a week. I would say you should be adding um, some type of seaweed. I love that. I have um, sea mosses, you know, new within, within this year since COVID. I've really been leaning into sea moss um, as much as possible. Talk about the benefits of that. Because I'm telling you, I, I've heard of sea moss, but before I became vegan, like these things are all new to me. So as far yeah. as you know, uh, nutritionally, how is CMOS beneficial? Well, we actually just started selling our own yeah. CMOS. Yes, we just started. Um, and I, I'm very excited about this because, you know, I, it's not always easy to find. So, yeah. um, and it's very important. So CMOS has at least has about 92 of the 110 vitamins that our body needs. So we call it, you know, the ocean's multivitamin. Um, so it has a whole plethora of vitamins um, in general. So it's very healing, um, but then it's very soothing to your mucous membranes, right? So it's great if you have like uh, bronchitis or asthma um, and it's soothing because it's like gelatinous. It has a gelatinous property to it, especially when you have the whole plant. Um, so it's soothing to your um, digestive tract as well. So if you have stomach issues, if you have um, intestinal issues, it starts the healing process of all of those mucous membranes within your body. So CMOS is very, very important. And it is actually one of the only forms of vegan EPA. So EPA is an essential fatty acid um, that we need for our bodies. And um, your body can convert um, from uh, ALA, it's about, I'm about to say a lot of letters, but um, EPA and DHA, right? These are two essential fatty acids that we need um, for our brain, our nerves. If you're breastfeeding, if you're pregnant, you really need to make sure that you're getting in EPA and DHA. But there's only um, a, like one source of specifically EPA, which is CMOS for vegans. But your body will convert something called ALA, to EPA and DHA, which you can get from, I know, I know, uh, that you can get from nuts and seeds. So your body does great things. It just will convert that, convert those um, types of essential fatty acids into the EPA and DHA. It will do that. But if you get it from CMOS, you're getting a direct source of the EPA. Well, tell me about the bag that you were just holding up and tell me about what you all have to offer and where we can find, tell me what, what's in there and what other things you have as, as it relates to CMOS. 
Okay, well, this is the whole plant. Um, sometimes you'll see sea moss in like a capsule or a powder yeah. or a granule. I prefer the whole plant because I like to see what it is because sea moss, um, it's a seaweed, right? So when you soak it, you soak it overnight. Um, all of the salt and dirt that may be on it will come off. You'll be able to pick out maybe other little sea things have gotten caught in it, little shells, because it's really from the sea. So you're able to clean it really well if you have the whole plant. So that's why I prefer the whole plant. And I just don't really like to do capsules and pills um, as much as possible. I like to use the whole thing as much as possible. Um, and then we have our uh, detox herbal mixes. Um, this one is, it actually goes along with my book, The Five Season Detox. Um, this is my first ebook. And so we have herbal mixes to go along with that. This one is for your lung and your large intestine. So um, this is really good right now um, because my book is based off traditional Chinese medicine. And within each season, there are two organs that you're gonna be nourishing and cleansing. So throughout the year, if you do a cleanse with the book throughout the year, you would have touched all of your major organs with certain foods for the season, certain herbs for the season, um, a whole program of what to eat, um, as well as certain self-love practices to kind of bring you into holistic healing space. And our current ones that we have out now is the fall detox herbal mix for your lungs and your large intestines. So it's really good for helping to nourish and cleanse your lungs and your large intestine. So, okay, without giving too much, because I want people to track down the ebook and really go through that. Because for yes. me, whenever I think about a detox, there's so many out there. I really there get kind of overwhelmed and I don't know where to start. So first off, um, after a holiday meal or something like that like should we lean into a detox people think like i'm just gonna eat everything i want to and then i'm gonna just do a detox like what's the purpose of a detox i know it's to you know clean out toxins mm -hmm. but how does that really help you in your day-to-day -day function okay well it depends on what you are using it for right so there's many different reasons of why people want to detox like you said i've just gorged out and i've ate all kind of stuff so a detox is kind of i like to think of it as a reset Right. So you're resetting your body. So once you put in all that heavy stuff, it's going to make you feel tired, sluggish. You might gain some weight, you know, all of that. So a detox is good to clean that out. The type of detoxes that I prefer to do actually have food. So you're taking in food. Right. So it's not just only liquids or not just like a master cleanse is just um, water, lemon and maple syrup and cayenne. Like that's all the master cleanse is. Right. I like to take food in. So because food is also healing is healing at the same time as it's cleansing. And then what you're gonna be focusing on is the um, seasonal foods that are in that time of year. So you know there's, you can get watermelon any time of year, but it's really in season in the summertime, right? And that's because certain foods are in season for your immune system. Watermelon is high in water, it helps to keep you cool. In the wintertime, things like citrus fruits are in season um, because they're very high in vitamin C. So what does that do? It helps to build your immune system against the cold and the flu. So I talk about seasonal foods. And so when you do a detox, some people do it because they say they have food allergies and they can't figure out you know, what the problem is, right? They're always congested. They might either have diarrhea, constipation. You might have eczema, um, skin breakouts. Um, things like that. And you just like, I'm, I'm eating healthy, but I can't figure out what the problem is. So doing a detox is a great way to do that because when you're cleaning everything out, 
and then you have to break your detox correctly. And once you start adding foods in, your body is going to tell you what it wants and what it doesn't want. So I've been detoxing almost 20 years. And what I realized is after I did my first is I can't really do yeasty bread, you know, bread that has yeast in it. Um, anything that has yeast in it is just not really good for me. Or I can eat it like once a month and that's it. But when I started eating it back, I did a detox started adding it back in. I just got really congested um, yeast infections. You know, a lot of women deal with yeast infections. A lot of times that comes from bread, things that have yeast, like um, cinnamon rolls, um, stuff like that. Um, I was like, okay, my body just can't have that. My husband did a detox. Um, he realized he can't do tree nuts. He can't do almonds and, and things like that. So your body will say, you know what? I don't want that. I don't want those things anymore. So a detox is a really good way to just kind of figure out what's going on with your body. Or if you want to say you want to move from um, a meat heavy diet to more of a plant-based diet, a detox is a great way to clean out a lot of that old stuff and yeah. start new with a healthier diet. So, de so detox cleanse, same thing really? It is. It is. I use those words interchangeably. They're not a fast, it's something different. Yeah. So a fast is you're either only drinking water or you're not taking in any food at all. So fasting is abstaining from things. Yeah. Um, a detox and a cleanse, you are taking in either herbs or certain foods or liquids to help clean the process, clean the detox process. Yeah, I know a woman who did, a, she's a vegan too. She did a watermelon mm -hmm. cleanse where all she was eating was watermelon. And I was, I don't know how many days she did it, but I was like, mm -hmm. I don't want to do, I want to, I want to do a detox or a cleanse where I can eat food, right? Where the, by yeah. the foods that I'm eating, mm -hmm. you know, my body is benefiting in the same yeah. way as if I, you know, did some kind of fast or something like that. I don't, I don't want to really deprive myself in that way. And, and I talk about that too. So that's an option in my book as well. There's different ones um, because, you know, it could be depending on what's going on in your life. It could depend on how you want to detox or cleanse at that time. Like I said, this is a five season detox. So it's five times throughout the year. You can do it for three days up to 21 days, depending on what you have going on in your life. Sometimes it's like, you know what? I can do 14 days and I can do four of those all liquid and then I'll do the rest all raw. You know, I really give you that option. And even in the winter time, I really just lean uh, away from doing all raw or all uh, juices because it's so cold. Um, so you can actually have some cooked foods like soups and stuff like that, but you're just not doing a lot of process. You're not doing any process. Um, and then, like you said, the watermelon cleanse, I call that a mono cleanse. So you're just eating one food um, and you can do that. You can do a watermelon cleanse in the summertime. You can do a grape cleanse in the fall. You can do an apple cleanse in the fall and just only eat those one things. And they really clean you out faster than you realize, but you don't have to do it for a long period of time. So I give you the option of what is working best for you at that time in your life. Because all of your detoxes are gonna be different. Um, and what's going on in your life is gonna be different. So it really allows you, I've been doing it long enough to be like, you know what, you can't have a one size fits all for every single thing because you're always changing and there's always different things going on in your life. But if you can do something for three days or if you can do something for a week, then at least try those things within you know, this paradigm shift that I have going on. Okay, so I love apples, especially in the fall. So I could do like an apple cleanse for what, like a day, two days? <laughs> yeah, I, one to three days. One to um, three days. Oh, yep, and, I, and I do have that. In the book. You would do apples, you would do like apple juice, apples and apple juice, you would do water and then herbal tea. Ooh, 
okay, the herbal tea might help me out. Yeah. <laughs> but you will be going to the bathroom so quick. Um, so, you know, these things are, food is very um, healing, right? Yeah. And I think that we kind of get away and we, we don't realize the healing power of plants. You know, it's such, they have so many things that are already out here. Nature already has what we need, you know, yeah. so there's different ways to use it to help us be our healthier self, healthier yeah. selves. So yeah. true. You know, you talked earlier about kind of listening to your body. How, how do we do that? What signs do we look for that our body's trying to tell us? Um, not that we just don't like certain foods, but that, that, that we're maybe allergic to foods, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Just in, in different ways than your typical ways of a reaction. What should we yeah. be looking for in our bodies? Uh, any type of breakout. So eczema, psoriasis, um, acne, um, congestion, if you're always congested. Some people, you know, you wake up every morning and you're congested. You know, there's something that's making you congested. It's is usually the food in your body. A lot of times what's going on in your uh, intestines, in your digestive tract. Um, if you are constipated often, you know, you should be pooping, you know, a couple times a day, at least once a day, mm -hmm. you should be going to the bathroom. Um, or if you have diarrhea, if you're just way too watery, you know, your stuff should be pretty solid. Um, so those are just a few things, your energy, right? Are you always tired? Um, then there's something not right, something that maybe you might be, maybe you can't have gluten, you know, that could be something that can be causing that. If you're still eating dairy, it could be the dairy. Um, so things like that. So it's really, you know, you have to take time and, and sit with yourself and really, you know, say, what is going on with me? You know, do I have the energy that I need? Why is my skin breaking out? Why am I always constipated? You know, these things are not normal, right? They're not regular. This is not what should be happening. It shouldn't be, I'm just going to take this pill or Pepto-Bismol and keep it moving. If you have to live like that, right, then that means something is not right. Something is not right. Yeah, because I tell you, before I went vegan, one of my favorite things on a regular basis was popping some Tums. You know what I mean? And I never yeah. even thought about it. I was just like, mm, I need a Tums. I need to, you know, <laughs> but just cause my body just felt like, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And I think that uh, one of the things I wanted to ask you about is when we feel bloated, not necessarily mm -hmm. because we ate too much, right? Mm -hmm. But just after certain times of the day that we eat something and we mm -hmm. really feel bloated, what is mm -hmm. that telling us about our bodies and what we're eating? That could mean that your gut needs more um, healthy bacteria. And so that's where the probiotics come in, fermented foods come in. So around the world, people eat fermented foods on a daily basis, right? Either it's kimchi, sauerkraut, pickles, yogurt. They eat um, fermented foods on a daily basis. That's not very popular here. Probiotics are becoming popular, um, but a lot of us don't do that. And so when we... Um, have a lot of bloating, a lot of gas, that means we don't have enough of the good bacteria to break down the food that we are currently eating or that we have currently digested. So you need to add some type of probiotics, some type of um, fermented foods to help break down that food and then reduce the gas. And then you might also just not have enough water also. Yeah, water is key. You started off yeah. talking about that. That is really, how much yeah. water should we be drinking? Well, they say half your body weight in ounces. So if you're 150 pounds, that's 75 ounces a day. Yeah. yeah. And 
you know, I'm, I'm, I'm glad we're talking about water because I think that if you're drinking from the right source, your water will have certain nutrients in it. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? Um, but because depending on the water system that you have, it can also have a lot of toxins in it. Mm -hmm. Where do you go for your water? What's your water source? What do you recommend? Uh, I have a really good filter. Um, we actually have a podcast. Me and my husband have a podcast on our website, RBG Fit Club, where we go into the whole water question. Um, and so we have a, a really good filter. And um, there are these standards of filters. It's, ours is the NSF 401 certified. So it will say that on the package that you purchase. It's NSF. National Safety Foundation or Sanitation Foundation Certification um, 401 is the one that's going to clean out the most of the chlorine, fluoride, um, prescription drugs, um, heavy metals, you know, all of that, clean all of that out of your water. So I have a really good filter. Um, and that's what I, that's pretty much what I do. I don't buy bottled water. Um, sometimes we'll go down to a spring. Um, and we have a spring here in Georgia, Indian Springs, and you can get fresh spring water. It's $5 to get into the park. You can bring as many jugs that you want and fill up. And it actually has a sulfur smell to it. It smells bad, but that's actually really good for you. Like MSM is really good for your joints and sulfur is part of that. Um, so you just leave the top off for a day or two and the smell goes away, but you'll still have um, the nutrients in the water. So yeah, I do a filter pretty much or I'll drink coconut water um, and sometimes I'll mix that with aloe those are our main uh, water things that we drink I love that and speaking of co coconut water not all coconut water is created equal a lot no. of them at the grocery stores have a lot of added sugar right mm -hmm, mm -hmm. what coconut water do you lean into don't tell me you make your own no no <laughs> <laughs> no I am too busy with a five-year-old uh, to be doing that but um, I try to find ones that uh, are 100% uh, coconut water. And so we have a farmer's market. They have one. Sprouts has their own um, brand that's 100%. 365 has their own, excuse me, which is a whole food brand. They have one that's 100% coconut water. Harvest coconut water. I'm not sure if you heard of them. Yeah. They are the best that I've tasted. They're just expensive. Yeah. Um, that's the one I, I get. Yeah, harvest is the best. That's the closest that I've tasted to the actual coconut itself. And, you know, you can buy the coconut itself and just, you know, poke a hole in it and drink that as well. Um, you, and sometimes I do that too. So it just depends. But harvest is definitely the best to the closest to the fresh. Um, but then just make sure there's nothing else in it but coconut water. No sugar, no added polysorbate 80 and all that stuff they just try to throw in. So just coconut water. Yeah, I'm so, I mean, I've gotten to the point where I don't buy anything unless I bought it before and I'm used, you know, it's a regular part of my, um, you know, bringing it home to my pantry. Mm -hmm. I look at ingredients now, like it's crazy and material. Mm -hmm. I'm always reading and really doing so much investigating um, before I purchase something. So, okay. And I'll say this, it's, go ahead. You know and even vegan or not, right, you should be still looking at labels, yes. right? because there's so many additives and preservatives in our food, which can lead to allergies, which can lead to gut issues, you know, all of that stuff um, and other health issues. So vegan or not, you should be reading what's on the label. If you don't know what that is, you don't need to be eating it. 
sit yeah. it to the side and get something else. Very true. Very, mm -hmm. very true. So I want to ask you for your holiday table, um, you know, during this season, so many holidays we're going to be celebrating. What is a perfect holiday spread for you? What would you like, not only what are you planning for this year, but like what would be the perfect, if you were sitting down at a table, and you didn't have to cook and someone prepared all these wonderful things. I don't have to make it myself. Okay. <laughs> you have to make it so work out of it. What, what? would be on that table? Uh, vegan mac and cheese, um, some type of green. So I like coconut collard greens. I have the recipe out book, but I'll eat, you know, my mother-in-law makes great greens or her cabbage, um, some type of yams. Um, I grew up in Minnesota, so I love wild rice. Um, we do like a wild rice soup or like a creamy uh, mushroom and wild rice kind of casserole. Um, definitely pie, sweet potato pie, apple pie, pecan pie. Um, I'll do some kind of tofu if someone will have some kind of barbecue tofu or even like fried uh, oyster mushrooms. Oh. Uh, <laughs> um, cake you know I eat any of that anything that's vegan that's you know holiday I love it but I love to add while we're dressing oh I love dressing so much um so yeah I love all of that stuff with some cranberry sauce on the side did you say yams I don't know if you said yes yes yams um uh, I would prefer some with some vegan marshmallows on top toasted that would be perfect <laughs> Yeah, you know, this is my wish list. So I'm just going down the wish list. I know. You're like, I don't have to cook. It's all just going to magically show up on your table. Yes, yes. I'll eat all of that. Just make sure I'm drinking a lot of water and I'll have to do some green juice and probiotics the next day. So uh, now I'm hungry. That sounds good. That, oh, that just sounds perfect. So good. Well, as always, you always come with the best information. Um, and I'm going to do show notes uh, this time around. So I want to send everyone to everything so they can find you because you've got yes. a podcast. Tell me everything. you got a podcast. Yes. So you can go get everything on our website is the RBG Fit Club. RBG, like reaching bigger goals, rbgfitclub.com. Okay. And so we have our books, Vegan Soul Food Guide to the Galaxy. We have the Vegan Remix. This is the book that's going to have all the holiday stuff in it for you. I have like dressing and candy yams and greens and sweet potato pie. This one is world cuisine, 100% gluten-free and allergy-friendly. We have my detox, the five-season detox. We have our eat plants, lift iron for those who want to gain weight, gain muscle, all plant-based. Uh, we have our sea moss. We have our teas, and we have our podcast. And then my husband, uh, he does music. So he has fit hot music, music to work out to that really helps to keep you motivated while you are working out. So all that stuff is on our site. Yes, support, 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 as we love to say. Yes, support all those things. Well, as always, it's so great to have you here. I'm glad that you are well in the midst of all the craziness in the world right now. Yes. And Thank I hope you. you have a great holiday season. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. Bring me back anytime. Oh, you know, I will. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, everybody. Thanks for listening to this episode and a special thank you to Afaya for dropping so many gems. I just knew we were in for a treat. 
Be sure to check show notes on how to get more information on all that she is doing. She has products, she has books, she has a podcast. So check the show notes for links to all of that. And do me a favor, if you have a moment and you like what you heard here today, be sure to leave a comment, subscribe, tell a friend, and follow us on social media at Vegan Sexy Cool. Then head over, one more thing, head over to vegansexycool.com for more details on how to get your vegan life. Until next time, everybody, I'm Jackie Reed. Stay safe and stay sane.